whoever she got the shoe beef salesman? with. Shoe salesman? I don't know whether it was Al a Bundy. shoe salesman. I, I wouldn't know. fuck with Al Bundy. He's nine-time champion in Polkai. <laughs> don't fuck with Al Bundy. Welcome back to the Unrestricted, folks. I'm Vex. That's RC, the Bulldog. <laughs> and Bob. Hey, man. Uh, what the hell? The sports world feels a little bit like it's on its ear. I think the NBA has tipped over. One of its rising stars, John Morant, is suspended. Kind of self-suspension from the Memphis Grizzlies uh, for wielding a gun in a strip club. And the NFL... Is was it a strip club? Yeah, it was a strip club. See, On... they never say that. They're oh. like, it was a club. No, it was titty. Why bar. can't ESPN be like, he was open to titty? Uh huh. And it was like four o'clock in the morning. Bro. And and it was. And on he his... had his shirt off, <laughs> which is fucking awesome. Yeah. And and it wasn't like th- this was like somebody in the club taking video of him. He posted it on his own Instagram. Smarty pants. Oh my god. Oh, so the NBA is on its ear, but the NFL is too. And, and in a completely different way, it's nobody's in trouble. When you say on its owners. ear, isn't it just status quo, Jeff? I don't, I don't feel like it is. Not Do you this hold, summer. You hold these young men to a higher degree. No, it, it, that's not it. It's like, I mean, if we're talking about the NFL, I'm saying this offseason, this quarterback offseason. Oh, it's insane. It's oh, okay. the most insane I've ever seen. And it's, it's not just the number, right? It's not the $40 million dollars. That you know, almost forty million that Derek Carr just got from the Saints. That a B minus quarterback picks up, right? Or the four year one sixty million that Daniel Jones just got. And then, what does he always look confused? Of course he does, and he's a little cross eyed. (laughs) Yeah, focus, Daniel. Focus. (laughs) That's why he doesn't throw it that well. Daniel's like focus. (laughs) Which one do I hit? (laughs) Hit the one in the middle. (laughs) Good Rocky reference. Yeah. So. But seriously, if it's almost forty million for Derek Carr, who is, I think, which one of you said it's a he's a B minus. I did. Yeah. He's a mid. He's a mid level. I think that sounds about right. He's a B B minus. Right? right. Right. And he's also old. He's been out there for nine years already. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has the Jets bent over apparently right now. Uh, Lamar, what's, what's he expecting there? I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, we do understand that, like, if the Jets trade for him, they're going to have to give up all the talent that he wants to play with. And then maybe he gets two years? Does he have two years? What do you do in two years? He wasn't good last year. And and what's the Jets' end game? Fine, you win the NFC, or you win the AFC East. Are you better than the Chiefs and Mahomes? Are you better than the Bengals and Burroughs? Hey, Are you flash, better than Chargers and Hurt? Newsflash, the they're, not, they're no. not beating Buffalo. No, mm. I, I I don't think no. so either. I mean, any of those four teams you just named, plus the Bills that Richard named, no, the Jets, I don't think they're in that. So you give away all your draft on. capital, you pay this douche millions of dollars for two years of the fifth blessed team in the AFC, and that's if everything goes right. I talked to my cousin this morning, who is a diehard Jets fan. How's he you doing? Know, you know the type. No, you don't know this cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he he's diehard. You know Jets fans. Like J-E-T-S. This. Jets, Jets fans are I went are to school in Jets breed. fan country, man. They are, they are serious. Long Island. They're um, like Cowboys fans, but like maybe more crack. fanatic. More yeah. delusional. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. They well, like candles to Bill Parcells He still. was screaming at me on the phone this morning. What are we doing? Going after Aaron Rodgers. 
He's not good anymore. We're going to overpay him. We're not going to be good. Go after somebody else. Said, so who do you want? You want Lamar Jackson? You're going to put the $32.5 million out there? Porn star for the, Jimmy. For the non-exclusive franchise tag? They should go Lamar after Jackson porn star Jimmy. Baltimore. Porn star Jimmy is an option. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, if, if, if nothing I'm Garoppolo, else. I'm I don't want to be at the Jets. If nothing else, last year's NFL with Brock Purdy, with your 49ers, proved that you don't necessarily have to have a Mahomes to win it all. And you certainly don't want to pay 17% of your team's overall cap to one guy and not have anybody surrounding him. It hasn't worked for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, right? It, 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 just well, the history's not really there unless you're as good as Patrick Mahomes. And if, if you think he was sour in the locker at Green Bay, wait till he gets to New York. No shit. I mean, if, if he signs with the Jets and I'm the Jets' ownership, one of the parts of the deal is, Aaron, you need to come to camp. You need to work OTAs because that was his problem last year. He didn't gel well with his receiving core until about midseason. That was because he didn't show up to OTAs. That is a that has a lot to do with it. And I think my my Jets friend, my Jets fan cousin, sees it ahead of him. Like, oh, how many weeks is it going to be before he bitches to the management that his receivers aren't good enough around him? Right. That, that, that's like two weeks in. That's going to begin, right? And like, would they be decent? Yeah, I think they'd be good. They've built a really good roster there uh, in New York. I think they'd be good. But they're not They're not an automatic, you know, AFC championship game. Not even close. It, 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 you know what this whole thing kind of reminds me of? Particularly the Lamar Jackson part of it, where Lamar is like, I want Deshaun money plus X percent, and I want it guaranteed, right? And the Ravens are like, yeah, no. Like, we see the error of the Browns with Deshaun Watson, and we're not going to make that same mistake. It reminds me very much of the Rudy Gobert trade in the NBA, where Gobert commanded so many first-round picks, I believe it was five, for the Utah Jazz. For what? Yeah. They're a six-seed in the West, and they're not good. They're not a six-seed that's dangerous. They're not good. So what does it get you? And other than GMs, when players at the trade deadline in the NBA said, we want, you know, we want to get out, and GMs said, well, we want the Rudy Gobert deal for our guy, five first-round picks. And other GMs were like, no, no way. you don't understand. That was a mistake. That didn't set the market because that was a fuck-up. Yeah. It was a blip. But the problem with Lamar is the fact that he's representing himself, he can be delusional about what his worth is. He doesn't have a professional agent going, Lamar, just slow your roll there, cowboy. The Deshaun Watson deal was a mistake. Haslip overpaid for this guy. <clears throat> no other owner is going to come up to that number because no other owner wants to. And oh, by the way, the Ravens don't guarantee contracts generally anyway. So, Lamar, you need to slow your roll and think again reasonably what you're worth Lamar can be in his own delusional Lamar world, and the Ravens did the right thing by putting the non-exclusive tag to show Lamar, hey, dude, wake up, smell the reality. You don't, you're not worth on the open market what you think you're worth. Well, and that's why they did it. They said, okay, well, let's let, this is America, let's let the open market dictate your value. Yep. If someone comes and they, they want to pay you all this money, good for you, bud. Why does Robert Griffin III, and, and for those of you that, haven't read this yet. Robert Griffin III and J.J. Watt seem to think that there's 
collusion among ownership to keep Lamar Jackson's price down? Because because that word is incredibly inflammatory, and they have no idea what that word really means. <laughs> collusion, collusion. Yeah, I mean, we, I think we, it's a fancy word for we're in cahoots. Yes, yes, cahoots, <laughs> yes, cahoots, cahoots. And because of its spelling, I think cahoots seems <laughs> it's it's, it's lo- like to, lower brow than to, collusion. Well, to hoots, hooters. Because yeah, there's like two O's, and is there a T Z? Well, that? when I was little, I was like thought being in cahoots would be like being around girls with big boobs. <laughs> I just want to get myself into cahoots. I, it sounds like two boobs that stay close together. Yeah. They're in cahoots. They're in cahoots. <laughs> I mean, close enough to touch. Robert Griffin III should know Lamar Jackson. I mean, he played three years under him. Yeah. In the Ravens. But, or, but not under him, behind him. Behind him. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, let's get our positions correct. <laughs> uh, but, but to collude, no. I, I just think it's a situation where I don't think he's a fit for many other teams. And they're not going to pay him what he thinks he's worth. Therefore, if I'm the owner sitting in the Dolphins and going, wait, 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 you think you're worth Deshaun Watson money? So if I come with you a half half of that deal, you're just going to laugh at me. So why do I even do anything with you? Let me flip this on you. Because I look, the numbers that these quarterbacks are commanding, the 40 million range, 45 is the exclusive franchise tag. It's a boatload of money, and the percentage of cap is somewhere near fifth of your overall team cap. So, let me get this straight. This is what I think is bullshit in the NFL. Running backs who get the absolute dog shit beat out of them. Yep. Every week. Franchise tag is 10.05 million. Quarterback, and you can be a fucking dog <laughs> and get tagged because your ownership doesn't know what they want to do yet. Yep. Kirk Cousins had that happen a couple times. Alex Smith had that happen a couple of times. Yeah. Pick up 45M. Yeah. That's that's the nature of the beast. Don't let the number freak you out. Because let's not forget, and this is where I'm going to flip it on you guys. Let's not forget that Dak Prescott is one of those guys making $40 million. Shh. And, and I, remember, if, I pretend like that's not true. And remember, this is where the franchise tag numbers come from. It's not a made-up number that somebody threw out here. It's the, Ooh, it's it's the, the medium the of five. the top five. Yeah. So, so when you have Haslip spending two hundred and fifty million dollars for Deshaun, when you have the Giants spending forty million dollars a year for Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to go up. And simple Jack and and the. Tw- <laughs> And the difference between those top five quarterbacks, <laughs> simple Jack, <laughs> don't ever go full retard. And the bottom, and and the bottom half of the quarterbacks, there's a bigger drop off in the top thirty-two quarterbacks than there are in the top thirty-two running backs. Yeah, the fifteenth best running back is is interchangeable with the twenty-fifth best running back. Completely true. So here's where I'm going to flip it. Are you telling me you wouldn't rather? Hey, Deshaun Jack, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, um, $32.7 million, the non-exclusive franchise check. You tell me you wouldn't rather pay Lamar Jackson if you're the Dallas Cowboys that number than you would Dak at 40? Because I got to be honest with you. I want to see it. I'm if, here for that. If I'm a if I'm a Cowboys fan, I don't want that because I don't trust Schottenheimer and McCarthy to retool their offense for Lamar Jackson, which is going to be a different offense than it is for Dak Prescott. I'm here for it. I want to see it. <laughs> I don't care. I, Dak is the better thrower. There's no question. I am here for that. 
Okay. Okay. And it is odd to me that teams aren't jumping for Lamar Jackson. He absolutely changes your franchise into a competitor day one. And I think it all comes down to he's representing himself. He doesn't have a buffer between him and the other teams. For the other teams to tell his agent, listen, these are our problems with him. And he gets to, and and his agent deals with them uh, as opposed to the other team going to Lamar. Hey, man, you suck. And Lamar going, ah! Yeah, imagine this, this negotiation talks are probably. Lamar's not the sharpest tool in the shed, it doesn't seem. Is that what you're getting at? Uh, <laughs> Most don't football put words, players are in. Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> okay. But it's probably like a number scribbled on a napkin. <laughs> and then. They all look at it, and they start laughing. Yeah. And he gets up, and he walks out. There are more teams in need of a great quarterback than there are great quarterbacks. That's why you see Derek Carr, the B, right? Like, the the ugliest available girl he has at a, the party. He has a losing record. Yeah, by far. It's like 67 and 83. And he just got paid how much a year? 40? Just, 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 sh- under. just under 40. Just shy of 40. God. So, so, so there's something going on about Lamar Jackson, whether it's his lack of representation, whether it's cahoots or collusion, whichever C word you want to use. <laughs> cahoots. There's something going on. There is something going on that's telling those teams. Well, the way that he handled away. the way that he handled his injury, um, and it basically just pulled himself out, and he thought he was going to create leverage. Well, guess what? It backfired on him. He has sat out, or he has missed, I should say. Five games in each of the last two seasons, so ten games total. He only missed four games his first the, the previous two years. So there is, I think, and his playing style is is electric to watch, unbelievable. Yep. But he's he's never slid in his life. He's one hit away from being on the the D side of a Fox Sports Network show. And and to give <laughs> you think he's good enough on air for that? Maybe they'll just have him and he'll smile a lot. Lamar, I don't know. Yeah, Lamar, no. To to give credit to Lamar, he has retooled his game a little bit. He's not the quarterback he was when he started. I think he's become a much better pocket passer, a much better quarterback in the NFL. The problem for me is you talked about it a little bit of I, I don't know whether we're called culture fit or whatever. Fine, sit. Your knee is injured. Great. But get on the plane and go to the playoff game, yeah. you jerk. Yeah. That was that that showed me a serious lack of leadership. And I think he lost Baltimore's locker room at that moment in time. I mean, look, that doesn't mean he can't get another one. There <laughs> I'm going to say it again. There are more teams that need a great quarterback than there are great quarterbacks to be had. This is like uh, uh, musical chairs, and somebody's going to get left without a quarterback. If you're the Jets, so none of our favorite team, right? Like We're taking our fandom out of it. No Cowboys, no 49ers. If you're the Jets, and you get to choose between a $45 million Aaron Rodgers or a let's say, $35 million, Lamar Jackson. Lamar, all day. Lamar. I'm with you. All day. I'm with you 100%. Because at least he's likable. The stuff that Aaron's done, he's unlikable. He's dangerous at any speed. I mean, he probably should have gotten the Jeopardy gig, but he's such a dick, they didn't even <laughs> want him. Yeah, he blew that, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Blossom got it. The Cowboys. Hey, I like her. 
I like Blossom too. She's a sharp, sharp gal. The Cowboys have been oddly quiet, and it makes me wonder what's going on. It really does. I think they're going to sign OBJ. Oh, please don't. I really think they are. Oh, please don't. I really I don't see how that helps. It, I don't think it does. It's just a, it's the circus, man. They got to shore up Tony Pollard. Did they shore up? Yeah, they, they did. They, yeah, they did. They uh, franchise tagged him. Franchise Tony Pollard. 10.05 million. And then they got to get rid of Zeke, right? Yeah, and that's going to be hard. Why? Because um, Jara loves him. <laughs> Lo- loves him. We've talked about this. The only prerequisite to be a Jerry guy is to say, I love you, Jerry. Yeah. Same thing with Trump. Yeah, he's very similar, isn't he? Yeah. You just got to say you, wanna, you love him. You want a cabinet seat? Just got to be loyal. Just yeah. just ride or die. But so, Elliot is no better than the average running back. Well, and here's what I – and I, I felt bad for him, but now I don't really. Because when they gave him that stupid contract, he already has earned all his guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. So my boy's got sixty million bucks in the bank. Wait, were you considering feeling sorry for him? A little bit. No, 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 no. He's gotten paid. Yeah. Okay. Whether he plays another meaningful down in the NFL or not, his kids have generational wealth. I don't know if he has. Well, I don't know if he's claiming any okay. kids. <laughs> and, and I and I don't know if he saved a penny. But theoretically, hard to spend sixty million dollars. Theoretically, mm-hmm. they have generational wealth. They should. Um. As we were talking about Lamar Jackson and his playing style, it occurred to me he is wonderful to watch. He is as exciting as anybody yeah. in the NFL. I mean, he's Michael Vick on steroids. He is that. He's kind of the John Morant of the NFL. Well, I, I don't love think he's waving minus guns gun? and shit. No, 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 no. And I, slapping I'm talking teenagers about, in the face. I'm talking about playing style. I'm talking about playing style. Okay. Sorry. I should have clarified. <laughs> playing style. Because Ja is, is electric to watch. Perfect. He is, man. He is. His ups. He can dunk from anywhere in the building. He's skinny, but he's a pogo stick. He's fast. He flies. Yeah. I mean, he is absolutely must watch, a must watch athlete, kind of like Lamar. And I am truly worried that his wannabe gangsterism, needing to be the one of his friends, who carries the gun and shows it and puts it on his own Instagram, there is a level of immaturity and of stupidity to that that is super concerning. And if I were the NBA or if I were the Memphis Grizzlies, not only would I be making Ja take this leave of absence to get his head right, I would start with this. Hey, Ja, we're hiring you a security team. It's going to be three dudes. They're the biggest dudes you've ever seen. They're all former defensive tackles. They're all going to be gun. They're all going to carry so that you don't have to. If you really feel like your life is threatened out there in Memphis, let these dudes be your protectors. He, he thinks he's a badass. He didn't think his life is threatened. As the kids say, he's flexing. He wants that smoke. I think you're right. That was a flex. I mean, yeah. Showing his gun in a strip club, that was a flex. Thug life. Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird. John Moran is not a thug. He's not. No, He's, he wasn't. His mama and his daddy, uh, still married, by the way, did not raise a thug. Like, he's a middle-class kid. His mom and dad have been super present in his life. His dad basically trained him to be this great player. Like, he has a support system in place. 
and his parents are part of the problem. Did you read about this? His mother got in an argument at whatever shoe store. It wasn't Foot Locker, but it was like Foot Locker. Got in some argument at, at the Foot Locker, called her son and said, get down here. Somebody's giving me shit at the Foot Locker. And Ja comes and shows up with nine dudes. Going to beat up the foot guy? The Whoever she got the beef with. Shoe salesman? I don't know whether it was Al a Bundy. shoe salesman. I, I wouldn't know. fuck with Al Bundy. He's nine-time champion at Polkai. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck with Al Bundy. I don't know whether it was an employee in the stripes or whether it was another customer. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. But if you're his mom... And, and you have beef with somebody at the Foot Locker. First of all, why are you at Foot Locker? Your son has like a $200 million Nike contract. Shouldn't your what shoes you, be free? Yeah. You just call Phil Knight, like, direct and say, give me shoes, don't yeah. you? Make a mold of your foot. I don't know why you're Send at Foot Action. Send it to Oregon. So, so, so she's at Foot Action, and she decides, because I, I have this beef, I'm going to call my multimillionaire, spotlights on him, superstar of the NBA son. Don't you have somebody else you could call, like your husband or another kid or a friend I've, or anyone except for the guy who has basically $400 million in contracts between Nike and the Grizzlies? Mom, you're part of the problem. And by the way, here's the second part of that. Dad's part of the problem. He Team like, Moran. He likes that tough guy bullshit. Well, he likes that, and he really likes to drink. Uh, like, a lot. Yeah. And they're... There's you read uh, and you, you follow John Morant on his Instagram and you realize John Morant drinks a lot, like a lot between games. And some players throughout history, they could do that. Right. Uh, that's not he's not the first. It's not the end of the world. If you want to be a guy who can go out and then play the next day, Allen Iverson did it. Charles Barkley did it. The list goes on. Right. But that kid's supposed to be the face of the NBA. And he's not right now. He's he's supposed to be the next. But thinking of faces, here's where I think you went wrong. Whenever you shave lines into your eyebrows, <laughs> it's a bad decision. It's a bad decision. Yeah, I've never done it. You? Um, you probably did. Look at me. Yeah, you did. It's no. Point. Yes, you did. What the fuck? Not during your tough guy phase. That's not tough. And by the way, it's not over. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> It, that is not tough. That's bad news. Bad yeah, it, 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 you're right. And, and I think what you're getting to is that sort of wannabeism that, that Jaw seems to have. And he's got to get rid of that. And his parents have got to help him realize who he is and who he is not and, and get past this wannabeism. It's like, why, why do you want to tear up your lottery ticket? Don't. Don't do it. Yeah. And uh, by the way... I think it's interesting because I think most people really want to see John Morant turn this thing around. Well, nobody wants to see him ruin his lottery ticket. Two months ago they did, but the stuff that he keeps doing. I guess it was last summer he was playing a pickup game at his house. Had a bunch of teenagers over. Um, I think the kid, the kid threw a pass into his face, and he – Goes and gets a gun and then punches the kid like fifteen times. Seventeen year old kid. Yeah. yeah. Like really. Strike hey, one. Hey Jeff, let's roll to the junior school and fuck some kids up. Strike two was like a month ago when his friends allegedly shown a 
laser pointer. Oh, yeah, at the bus. Mm-hmm. At the other team's, the Indian <laughs> Pacers bus. Dickhead. Strike two. PSA, and, don't buy laser pointers. And this is strike three, right? Like uh, that Baseball, they, you're out. Yeah. And look, Jaw's dad, T, y'all have seen him, right? Sitting courtside. Well, he started the he fight with Shannon Sharp, right? He did. He did. And he started. So that's a, strike three and a half. He started a fight with Carl Anthony Towns' dad, I think it was. Uh, we should just get Lonzo Ball's dad to come and whip his ass. <laughs> That's actually a great idea. That would be a great pay-per-view. Get LeVar Le- Ball yeah. versus T. Morant. The first 30 minutes of the fight would be them talking shit to each other. <laughs> yeah. And then the fight would probably last 42 seconds. Like a John Jones fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. just the slap punch. But T. Morant drinks a lot courtside. Well, I think like you let lot. them drink as much as they can. <laughs> Before the fight, during the shit talk session, they're crushing drinks. Smoking weed, too, I hope. Moran versus Ball brought to you by proper number 12. (laughs) Yes! Yes! Did you see McGregor this weekend? Holy cow, he's fat. Yeah, he's thick. He is fat. He's thick. Oh, my God. I don't know that he's going to fight anytime soon. (laughs) Well, he 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 hasn't gotten back into the testing protocol. And he has to be in the testing protocol for six months. So I think what he's doing is he stopped taking the juice. Mm. And then now it's just chunk mass. Oh, my God. I mean, he was swollen in the face, like in the cheek regions. Yeah. His face looked like a dinner plate. It, I, I bet his hat, his hat size went from a 7 yes. to an 8.6. Yes. That's what happened to Bonds. He was auditioning for the Whale sequel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Poor Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Let me reel this back to, to, to T. Morant real quick. He's got to stop drinking <laughs> during his son's games and then going out with his son and their friends. Was he at the after titter? The games. No, I don't think he was on this because it was a road occasion. game. Yeah. Um, this he, is- he, he hangs around with them. Stop being a friend to your son, right? And be a fucking dad. Yeah. Or, be the man in the room. Or, right? hi, or hire someone to be the voice of reason. I mean, it, it's almost like... Well, that's I mean, what Jerry would Lamar do. Lamar Jackson is you need someone to be the voice of reason. John Morant, you need someone to t- call you on your shit that's, while you're doing it. That's why I suggested security guards. Well, so like, he needs a team around him, not hangers-on. No, Jerry would, would hire babysitters for yes. Alden Smith yes. when he came back. Um, for the, the guy that stood him up at the altar that's now with the Denver Broncos... Get him a male babysitter. Yes. The Cowboys have done it. If I were the NBA, I'm serious. If I were Adam Silver, I would be telling the Grizzlies, you have to do this. Like, this guy needs... Wrangle this dude in. Yeah. He is the... He is... Can you name me, either one of you, an American player, an American-born player with the superstar upside of John Morant? No. Not right now. Not right There's now. not one. I mean... You want to give me Jason Tatum? He's a great player, but like he doesn't have the superstar upside that John Morant has. You want to tell me Zion Williamson? Okay, okay. Is he? You're in the ballpark, right but he doesn't play. He never stays healthy. He's and by the way, John Morant over a bowl of red beans and rice. John Morant. We started this by talking about his playing style, which resembles Lamar Jackson's in the NFL. John Morant plays with such reckless abandon. I'm not sure that going out until four o'clock in the morning and giving your body a minimum recovery time and flying through the air the way he does the harsh landings, the physical contact. I'm not sure that those two things jive very well for having a long career and for being the face of the NBA for a long 
portion. He's got to get right. The league and the Grizzlies and his family have got to step up and all row in the same direction to get this kid to where he needs to be because I think we all love watching him play. I mean, he's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to figure it out. Speaking of, of hoops, can Texas Tech keep a coach? <laughs> God bless. Oh my poor God. Mark Adams. I mean, sort, sort of poor Mark Adams. I mean, I don't know whether using slave language with a player. Pick a different portion of the Bible. <laughs> go, with, go with John 3.16 for criminy's sake. For those who don't know, Mark Adams, head coach of, of the Texas Tech Red Raiders basketball team, suspended for using racially insensitive language. And that racially insensitive language came from? The Bible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you're right. Choose a different verse. There's so many of them. Yeah, there are. <laughs> well, what they should do is they should just say, all right, fuck it. Chris Beard, redo. Yeah. Bring him back. Hey, man, don't be surprised. Well, no, he's he's been in Mississippi for the past two weeks. Ole Miss wants him. Really? Yeah. It's, I did not read this. Buddy, that's why, that's why I'm a real student of the game. Uh, we got you. That's right. Well, Texas Tech better pull out all the stops to get him back. That Texas Tech basketball team is not bad. No. I mean, they beat Kansas early. They're not bad. No. Okay? <laughs> They're, you know, they got talent. And the program has been awesome. Yep. But they can't keep a coach? Holy shit. What a mess. <laughs> yeah. That's incredibly tone deaf, stupid. I'm sorry. Go go sit somewhere for a while. Go sit in the corner wear a dunce cap. No kidding. Masters in a month. The players this weekend. The fifth major. The fifth major. It's whatever you like required by law to say it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tagline. The players, the fifth major. Uh-huh. So as you as we talk about the players, I can't help but look a month ahead at Augusta and you know, recent news that 17 guys from the Live Tour are going to be playing in Augusta, including Oak Hill's own Abraham Answer. But those are guys that qualified, that still meet the qualifications that get them into the Masters. Mm -hmm. So break down the qualifications. Well, there's too many to list, right? So when, you, when, you, top couple. when you top 10, you get in for the next, for the next year at the Masters. Okay. If you've won a major in the last... Five years. You get five years. If you are a defending, if you are a champion, a former champion of the, forever, it's that's a forever. And if you're top fifty in the world, world golf rankings based off points, right? So and these live boys don't get any points. They're not earning live point. They're not earning world golf ranking points since they went to live. But several of them, you know, built up enough from last uh, year in in past years to be able to qualify for this year. Right. And the Masters is just kind of sitting back, kicking back, saying, well, time will tell. Are you guys going to be able to earn enough points to qualify for 2024? We'll see. But the Masters really doesn't have to make an edict. Well, because they have their own rules. Yeah. They can invite whoever they want to. Mm -hmm. but or, if not, or not invite someone they want, don't want to. Yeah. Right. There's, it'll be interesting whether some of these live guys who are former, former champions, like Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson – whether they're invited to the champion's dinner, that's a whole other ball of wax. Oh, because the PGA puts that together. No, 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 not at all. That's just Augusta Nationals thing. Okay. But, like, is Augusta going to say, yeah, come on in, come on back in? 
I my guess is they will. I think they will. They always have treated their champions well. I think they'll continue to. I think they they look at this as just outside noise. Their tournament's their tournament. Well, I mean, the the easiest non-controversial thing for them to do is if you qualified, you play. If you're a champion, attend a dinner. And just leave it at that and just and just brush it off going, we're not going to make a controversial decision. If you qualified, you play. That's exactly what they're doing. It's yeah. so smart. <laughs> and I think people are tired of Monahan's. Maybe. Too little, too late. A lot of people want him fired. It's, 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 it's a sport that, that has the same rules since it was starting. Yeah. And for a lot of those reasons, it's why we love it, the tradition. But you have to adapt. I think we're seeing that. Well, the only reason is it too why late? is because I don't think it's too late, but there's going to be growing pains, as we've seen. Um, but anybody that tries to be bigger than the game, fuck you. Yeah, I'm sort of with you on that. Mm-hmm. Arnie and Jack, those guys, they could Gary Player, they could have done this a yep. long time ago. Yep. No, I'm, I'm sort of with you on that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I would have done it. But to each their own, and it's a lot of money. I don't blame him for having done it. It's a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, kind of got to take it sometimes. Yeah. Lay odds that a live tour member wins the Masters. Ooh. I'd say 25% chance. Yeah, it's not quite that high. I don't think any of them are playing that well. I mean. Yeah, but here's the thing about oh. Dustin. He's a fucking specimen. He is that. And there's so nothing in his ears. Yeah. So the noise is not going to matter. If he gets hot. He just hasn't been playing that well. And don't but who knows? Because no one's seen him. <laughs> How do you know yet? He might be playing great. He's not winning the way he was winning on the PGA Tour when he was number one in the world. And don't, That's s- all. And don't sleep on mulleted Cam- Cameron Smith. That's the guy yeah. I was going to point to. Yep. Cam Smith could, could easily win this thing. Look, Abraham Answer had a chance to win this a couple years ago. That like, would be awesome. It would, oh, we'd all go apeshit. Bat shit crazy. Yes. I'd be hanging out at your 19 <laughs> like yes, I will. own that motherfucker. <laughs> Could you please cross this chart, cross charts this over to Bushwood? Hey, by the way, I, I watched a little bit more of Full Swing, which we talked about last week on the pod. I got to be honest, it's boring. It bores me. It's really boring. And I think the reason that it's boring to me is because the storylines are a year fucking old. Yeah, it's not I in real have, time. I have no earthly idea. Why they're, they, they're doing it like this. They could easily record, produce, and put out these shows within a couple weeks. Let's, let's just say it's three weeks after the event happens and you release these things. You're building momentum for your brand, for your tour, for your players during the current year. A year later? It's, it's like a retrospective. But it's, it's it, boring to it's me. It's Netflix's schedule. I'm saying they got to they got to change that. If if I were them, if I were them, I would make full swing the inside the NBA. Remember inside the NBA? Yeah. Ahmad Rashad, Hannah Storm, like that was big. That was important shit for us on Saturday mornings as kids who cared about basketball. I would make it like that, but I would release it on Netflix, and I would I that's how I would make it. But you are not the target audience. I realize that. I realize that completely. They need they need people who don't already watch the tour, and the only reason the only way to do that isn't this like annual retrospective. But remember, for the target audience, it's not a retrospective; it's an introduction because they don't know what's going on. Well, maybe time. okay. Drive 
F1 series, hmm. that was the the formula for them. It's a introduction to it to get you excited about it and start watching it. And to your point, I've actually talked to two people who are not golf fans who who said they loved it and yeah. they were interested in the storylines. Of course I'm right, I'm Bob. <laughs> uh, you know, I, you're right. Maybe I'm not the target, but they they need to make this more interesting, and it just can't be this stale. Maybe it's a good introduction. Maybe it's good to have this one time, but going forward, like, how do you keep those people interested? It's not release another full swing in another calendar year, is it? To me, I would build momentum, and I would be. I would be releasing them every two weeks, every I, three weeks. I think you can do – I mean, the PGA has enough money in the cushions to do something else. I, I like the idea of a retro of a retrospective, an introduction to the sport for the people that don't watch it, and then something that is more for the, for the Wongs. Yeah. And it's not, it's not what they're putting on the Golf Channel, by the way. Like, that's, that's for Wongs. That's for us oh. serious Wongs. They, they could spruce it up, make it cool for kids. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I would do. If I were doing full swing, <laughs> you guys got anything else to add? Do you yeah. know where Lamar lands? Best bet. I think he stays one more year. Really? Yeah. I don't. I. I. I've been saying this for. I've been saying this for four months that he's not a Raven. No. Now where I don't know. I have places where I think he'd be a good fit. Tampa Bay. Tampa That's Bay wouldn't be calling. bad. That's what I'm calling. Miami wouldn't be bad. Yeah. To replace the concussion laden uh, Tua. I don't know if they want to pay two quarterbacks. As, is there any news on Tua? No. Like he. No. He went into the life protocol. <laughs> so I've been trying to think where else. What about like uh, Carolina? Interesting. Carolina right now projected to pick up Richardson in the draft. If they sign Lamar, that's that's out the window. Oh, right. that reminds me. Did you guys watch the combine? I watched oh parts God. of it. I watched a few minutes. I watched the quarterbacks. I watched some forty stuff. Yeah. Uh, there are planes with less of a wingspan than Richardson. Yeah, I, I understand huge, that this Florida man. kid. What's his first name? Anthony. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Anthony Richardson. Okay, so he's a specimen. What do he run? Four four four. Okay, how big is he? Six four and a half, two forty four. Lots of wingspan. Fours. What? Seven foot. He also completed like fifty one percent of his passes there in college, and he didn't even start last year. Just because you have the physical gifts doesn't mean you can use them. That's why everybody falls like, in love with the the, the, the underwear Olympics, man. Yep. Well, Fuck the combine can't re- stand it. I mean, the draft and drafting is not about what the player is now. It's about what you think the player is projected to be. I understand that completely. So his ceiling, based on his physical attributes, pretty high. So where where do you think he's going to go? Like, who's going to be the, the idiot who jumps, and how high will they jump? It's got Oakland or Las Vegas Raiders written all over it. Actually, actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Get Garoppolo in on free agency. You have a veteran quarterback who can lead the team. Coach that guy up. Bring him on in a year or two. The thing, That's beautiful. I love that. The thing that I took away from the combine, particularly watching the quarterbacks more than anything else, our guy, Stetson Bennett, the 19th, ran fast. He was like four six seven. I mean, fast-ish. Dude, that's really good. That's really good. And by the way, did you watch him in the throwing drills? He was good. He was 
really good. Mel Kuyper fell in love with him. His arm Mel's great. Mel's like he's a fourth rounder now. You said, Richard, a few months ago. Draft him. Draft him. Like, right now. Well, so, and, and I, I'm obviously a Cowboys idiot. They're going to take a quarterback and hope for that, that there's some purdy action. Because if Dak starts doing Dak stuff, 2022-2023 Dak stuff, they'll have somebody that can come in and play. Stetson Bennett might be that guy. That wouldn't be a bad idea. I would love it. Or that, that there's a lot of smoke for the Cowboys around the kid from Houston. Really? Yes. He started four years in Houston, and he's ready to play. Um, last name Case, I think. Toon. Toon. That's right. Chase Toon. No, Clayton. Gosh, I was Clayton so close. <laughs> like, never. I mean, Chris Berman is looking at this guy going, okay, Clayton out of tune, Clayton in tune. <laughs> yeah. You know he is. What's your favorite I tune? Know he is. <laughs> but they like him, apparently. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that's probably not a bad idea. I mean, and the nice thing about Stetson Bennett, that's a mature quarterback. You're not getting a Fuck, he's older than Jeff. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Maybe. It's interesting. No, I like that. We shall see. Uh, gentlemen, I enjoyed it. We'll see you in a week. I might be calling in because I'm going to be in Colorado. Yeah, I might be too. Uh, it might uh, be more than a week. Okay, we'll see you when we see you. Thanks. We might do something. Like and subscribe. <laughs> the Unrestricted. It might be Bob just talking about Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move.